So let's move into beyond from the scriptures. I'd like for you to turn to Acts 1.8, very famous missions passage, the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And these are the very words of God to me and to you. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That is one of the great commission passages of Jesus in our New Testaments. But uh, really, it's not a command. It's just an answer to a question. Do you know what the question was when he gave the answer as Acts 1-8? Well, the question was a question about the kingdom. You see, Jesus had been wandering around uh, Galilee and Judea, and he'd been talking about the fact that we need to repent and believe because the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is now. The kingdom of God is at hand. It is, it is now broken in in a special way. And so there's lots of questions. The number one thing Jesus taught about was the kingdom of God. Lots of questions about the kingdom of God. And so they asked this question. If you'll go back two verses in Acts 1-6. Lord, they said, are you about to fully restore the kingdom to Israel. Now, this is after the crucifixion. Jesus has defeated sin. This is after his resurrection. They are now filled with joy. They know that Jesus of Nazareth is God in the flesh. They know that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. So it's a great question to say, hey, Jesus, are you just going to like boom the kingdom right now? You're going to bring it all to, to bear right now. These are the last words of Jesus Christ before he ascended. Right after our text, he ascended into heaven. Last words are important, and these last words are kind of echoing down through the, the centuries and, and right into this sanctuary. And we need to really take in Jesus' last earthly words. Are you going to bring the kingdom in right now? Acts 1-7, Jesus answers, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. So there is going to be a boom, there's the kingdom, and it's when Jesus returns. It's going to be irresistible in its force. Nobody will be able to stop it. Right now, the kingdom is not irresistible in the sense that people turn away from the gospel, but it is irresistible in the sense that the kingdom is marching on and grace is beginning to flow throughout the world and God is gathering a people for himself. But one day, boom, he says, in answer to the question, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the father has fixed by his own authority, but here's the way it's going to work. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes down upon you and you're going to be my witnesses here in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The kingdom is going to start with you, and it's going to go beyond you. And that's our, our theme for this week, is beyond. What would it look like for us in the Great Commission to kind of go beyond, go beyond here 
and go beyond within ourselves and the things that are kind of barriers for us to give the gospel and to to show and tell the gospel to others. So two things uh, that I'd like to, to go over in this passage about what we need to get beyond. We need to get beyond, first of all, our own personal barriers, and we have them. And secondly, we must get beyond the geographical barriers. We can't be in two places at one time, and others will be there, or we might leave and go there, but there's geographical barriers that this passage talks to us about. So let's begin with our own personal barriers. Uh, Biggest barrier is not geographical, it's not mountains, it's not oceans, it's not deserts. The biggest barrier to missions is right here between our ears. It's just right here. It is the decision we must make in obedience to Christ to be intentionally in our lives witnesses of what Christ has done and who he is in our lives. Now, the word witness in the book of Acts is used 29 times. I think this is an important word in the book of Acts. So what are witnesses? I want to kind of go through this quickly. They're not professional evangelists. Okay, they're not that. They are not God's special elite forces. Witnesses are simply people who've experienced something personally and who are able to talk about what they've experienced. Kind of like a witness in a courtroom. You, you know, I, I call so-and-so as I call Steve as a witness. Steve, did you see this? Yes, I did. You see, I experienced it. I'm now called upon to talk about it. That's all being a witness is. And we have experienced The grace of God, we were dead, now we are alive, and we're going to talk about it. So, acting as a witness is simply reporting what we know to be true. Y'all can do that. See, everybody's like, well, I think Satan wants us to think it's the special forces, it's not me. No, it's, it's us. It's reporting what you do know, and it's living what you know. We, we bear witness to the reality of Christ in our lives by the way we love people. This is how they will know that I'm the Messiah, Jesus said, that you love one another. There's an old homespun kind of adage that goes something like this. If you were accused in your neighborhood of being a Christian and hauled into court to see if it was so, would there be enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian? It's kind of a funny sentence, but it really kind of gets at this. Evangelism, euangelion, evangel. Evangel, it means the good news, gospel, good news. Evangelism is simply saying the good news. Witnessing leads to evangelism. Witnessing isn't just saying, brother, are you saved? Or sister, are you saved? Please don't do that. Why don't you do like from noon till eight o'clock? Tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me how you're doing. Well, Derek, tell us how you're doing. Well, here's, here's who I am and, and who I am has to do with with Christ, and I'd, I'd love to tell you about him as well. It's, it's sharing. Witnessing is supposed to turn into sharing 
the good news or evangelism because we can personally kind of let people know how they can experience God's grace when their souls never rested before a holy God and they can rest for the first time. And God's love that never leaves us in a world where people's love leaves us all the time, they'll never leave us. R.C. Sproul says, the thing that distresses me so greatly is that in Christian circles, particularly evangelical or Bible-believing world, I hear people saying daily, using the word witness, as if it were the exact same word as evangelism. Those two words do not mean the same thing. There's a relationship between them, he says, to be sure. Evangelism is a particular type of witness to the reality of Jesus. He says, but the basic responsibility... When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, your basic responsibility will be, he says, the basic responsibility of every Christian is to bear witness to our King and to declare and demonstrate from our lives that our God reigns and he is God of the whole earth. He is the God of economics. He is the God of politics, of relationships, every aspect of the society. And he has brought his grace to reign in the world. And we've experienced that. Notice Acts 1.8, unlike the other Great Commission passages, is not a command. It doesn't say go, go witness. It's a prediction. When the Holy Spirit, how, is the kingdom going to come? You're going to boom right now? Jesus is going to happen? No, when the Holy Spirit comes, let me make a prediction. Let me tell you what's going to happen. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will become witnesses. It's like an if-then kind of thing rather than a command. When the Holy Spirit is in our lives, it will, he will flow into a kind of witnessing. Jesus says that we are empowered to be witnesses in our world. And uh, the Greek word for power is dunamis. Preachers love to talk about this word. Because the word dunamis, it means a Greek dictionary definition here. Ability, abundance, might, strength, power. Of course, it's the root word of our English word. I know y'all have heard preached before. Dynamite. Boom. Power. Dynamite. See, I love to preach about dunamis. This is the power to live in the grace of God. This is the power to love people that don't love you. This is the power to love people who can't give you something. This is the power to endure. This is the power to minister to people in messy situations and, and, and go through difficult things for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of, of being witnesses. This power, this dunamis given through the Holy Spirit has in its mind the fulfillment of Christ's command of the Great Commission in our life. And look, you remember when the Holy Spirit came down at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2? It was like a mighty, he was like a mighty rushing wind and like tongues of flames. I mean, there's just power symbols and glory symbols all over the falling of the Spirit in Acts chapter 2. Look, that's just the first charge blast of dunamis. That's still given to us today in our lives, the dunamis of God. We get the Holy Spirit when we believe. When, the whole, when you get the Holy Spirit, you're going to be my witnesses. You're going to be my witnesses. So here's the deal. If you've put your trust in Christ, if you've experienced God's forgiveness, 
and his acceptance into your family. Yes, even you, even me, forever, not based on your own work, but the work of another person who could not fail and did not fail. Jesus did it all on the cross for you with our sins against the holy God through the empty tomb, defeating death forever. It's so good to put our trust in our salvation, not in our trying to be a little better tomorrow before a holy God. You get that? But to say it is finished. I can trust in him. He gives everything to me as grace, as a, as a gift. So if you trusted in Christ and you're resting in the gospel of Christ, you're a witness. You have been, you have witnessed, you have experienced God's love in this profound, eternal way. So the only question later is, is left is, so will you be a witness to other people when they ask you about the hope that is within you and when you live among them and, and speak among them? It's, it's really just kind of realigning our hearts and our lives with the flow of the Holy Spirit in our lives. When the Spirit comes upon you, you will be. Prediction came true here in Acts. Will be my witnesses. I mean, this is kind of the ultimate beyond verse. You know, this is like, it's going to start in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. All these are out from the others to the end of the earth. But the biggest barrier is right here between our ears. It is the way we think and how the experience of God's grace. Maybe what we need to do is really focus on the beauty of God's grace in our life. Maybe we need to remember what actual forever forgiveness was like. Maybe we need to remember that we are adopted. You know, if you're born and raised in an orphanage, isn't that great when you come to Christ? And like those people, the people you ministered to don't have parents, but they're adopted by God. It's an amazing thing. And we can be witnesses. Jesus commanded this to happen as well. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, y'all know this one, go and make disciples of who? All the nations. So like we are to be witnesses right where we are, but we have responsibility beyond where we are. And so that has to do with the second thing. And that is the barriers, not just our own personal barriers to be witnesses. It really is about how the Great Commission to be witnesses to and, and, and make disciples of all the nations will happen. Remember in Acts 18, the church in Antioch did something really amazing. So Paul and Barnabas, they were the pastor and assistant pastor of the church of Antioch. Antioch after Jerusalem went through upheaval, became the new, like, center of the church. And they were worshiping one day, and the Holy Spirit revealed to that congregation, he said something shocking, he said, I I want you to set apart Saul or Paul and Barnabas and send them out to the Gentile world. That's like, I want the senior pastor and the associate pastor to leave now. Because you, Church of Antioch, are not just going to be witnesses here. You're going to be a part 
by sending these two men of being witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then in Acts 13 to the ends of the earth. And you know what? We get to be a part of that too. We get to serve Christ right here. We get to be witnesses in our neighborhoods and our places of work where we go to school. And I don't mean being obnoxious. Please don't be obnoxious. The gospel can be offensive enough. You know, I mean, the gospel, you, people have to know they, they can't make it to God on their own. We're, we're sinners and God's holy. Don't make it any more hard than it is by being a jerk. But we get to be a part of this. But we also get to be a part of something that is worldwide. It is nationwide, regionwide, and worldwide. These are places that we get to be a part of. We get to be in Romania, Derek. At Highlands, we will not outsource missions. We will not outsource missions. We are the missionaries. Isn't that exciting? You're the missionaries right here. And we are looking for partners with us to, to extend this kingdom of grace through the world, to extend our reach as missionaries in this greater Jackson area throughout the world. That faith promise giving, that's how we, we fund our missions. That's not just some kind of an obligation. That's your chance as a missionary to be a world Christian. It's really exciting when you think about it. Like you don't have to go home and comb the internet looking for somebody in the world worthy of supporting so that you can be a world Christian and not just a local Christian. No, we know these people. We vetted these people. We love these people. We tend to support whole teams. We go see these people. And if you'll look on, the, there's a page in that, that brochure that just kind of shows you the world and where all the Highlands missionaries are. It's a far-flung world Christianity that we get to participate in. And look, somebody here may be called to move somewhere else. That's called being sent like, like Paul and Barnabas were sent. Uh, you might be called to, to join the Ebers in Romania He'll cry all the time if you, if you go. You've got to watch him. <laughs> you might be called to join some of our missionaries where they are. You ready for this? To live and to be local witnesses with them. Did you, did you catch that? That was kind of cool in my opinion. Not everything's cool to me is cool to you. I realize that foreign missions is just local witness in different places you got to come wednesday night that panel discussion what's so cool is as we just talk about their lives and they answer questions and they share what we realize is oh those aren't the special forces of god those are people just like me they were just called to leave where they lived and be witnesses in a certain place. And they are a part of church planting and encouraging the church. So people in Romania and in Colombia and in all these places, those people at their places of work, in, in their homes, in, in their schools, can also be witnesses. Hey, here's the thing. The Lord of the harvest will decide the geography of his witnesses. And if he wants you to go, you need to go. You need to be open to that. But for now, it's going to be here and there.
God, when are you going to bring your kingdom? Are you going to boom it? What's it going to look like? Times and the seasons set by the Father are none of your business. But I tell you what, you're going to receive dunamis when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you are going to be my witnesses right here in Jackson, right here in Mississippi, all of the United States and North America and to the ends of the earth beyond, beyond our personal barriers, beyond geographical barriers, highlands. Let's go beyond together. Let's pray. Lord, would you help us to see that this, these last words of Jesus are for us. This is part of what makes the faith so exciting. That what we experience, your amazing grace, amazing grace, you died for us. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? In, mo- in every other system, we, we do all we can to make a God love us. We work extra hard to not do things and to do things to make him love us. But you, you did for us. You sacrificed for us. Because you love us. If you've never put your trust in what Christ has done for you on the cross. And you see it. You see the other way just won't work because God's holy. You want to put your trust in Christ. You want to be forgiven forever. You want to be loved forever. You want to be a part of a family that's global forever. Lord, just pray with me. Lord, I see it. And I I want to turn from everything I've called Christianity, everything I've called religion, I want to put my trust, Jesus, in what you have done for me on the cross and the empty tomb. It is love. It is grace. It is undeserved. I will never get over it. But thank you that even now, risen Christ, by the Holy Spirit, you've come into my life. Thank you that even now I'm adopted into your family forever. Even now, you're going to lead me. You're going to give me purpose. Even now, you're giving me power to be your witness. Lord, there are many of us who've walked with you for years, and we need to realign ourselves with this purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives, this flow of the Holy Spirit. Lord, would you help us to to just bask in glory in your love for us, your grace for us. Would you help us to remember what that is like? Would you help for us to simply live out that love in the way we act and in the way we speak And be faithful witnesses to the reality of Jesus in our lives. And thank you that this week we get to meet our partners around the globe. Would you help us to want to know them and to love them and support them and for them to feel that they have a true family here at Highlands. And for you to bring great glory to yourself among all the nations. We pray these things in Jesus' name.